Where's your husband? Merry Christmas! Hey, you want to take a second and just stand up and say hi to, say Merry Christmas to somebody. Give them a high five, shake their hands, smile at somebody, spread the joy. Go ahead and come on in, grab a seat. Um, just, just want to give you just a little bit of open before we start some music together. Today's service on Christmas morning is a little bit unique. And uh, what we wanted to create was just kind of a, a just special, intimate time to celebrate the birth of Jesus. So we're going to sing Christmas carols. Uh, like good old-fashioned Christmas carols, and that'll be fun. Gonna look at a little bit more of the Christmas story and, uh, and celebrate together. So let's stand together, let's sing, and celebrate the birth of Jesus. Joy to 
close by me forever and love me i pray bless all the dear children in thy tender care and take us to heaven to live with thee Good morning. Go ahead, take a seat where you are. We're so glad that you chose to worship with us today on Christmas morning. It's super cool that we get to come together and we get to worship Jesus on Christmas Day. That's not something we get to do every single year. Um, We got a couple of announcements for you guys. First of all, this is a wonderful painting behind me. And last night at the Christmas Eve service, Evan Struck did three of these, and we want to auction those off to you guys. Um, So out in the atrium, there's some boxes out there, some little cards out there, and uh, we're kind of doing the silent auction bid thing. You drop your card in the box. Every week, we're going to update it up until I think it's um, the 8th of January. Uh, We want to give that money that we make on these paintings, we want to give those to Mohi Africa. It's Mission of Hope. That's where our Christmas offering's going this year, too. So whatever money we make on these paintings, we're going to give to Mohi, and we're going to help plant a church and a school over in Africa. And we're going to continue with the service and uh, offer up giving. It's an act of worship, and there's two ways that the giving can go over the next couple days. Uh, One way is that you can give directly to the church, and that's awesome. Just make sure when you uh, give... You mark general fund on that, or you can give directly to Mohi. You can write Christmas offering or Mohi or something that distinguishes that that's going to go directly to Africa. Um, That would be awesome. You can give online or in the app um, or in the boxes in the back. If you are on the left side of one of the pews, there is a book there. We'd love for you to write down that you're here. That way we can keep track. Sylvia is going to look that over, and if you... uh, Give us new information, emails, you're new here. She'll reach out to you because she loves you. That's awesome. And while you're doing that, we realize that North Point is huge. We got a lot of people that participate in North Point's ministry. And it's not just here, but it's out in the world too. So we want to give the staff and the missionaries that we work with a chance to wish you a Merry Christmas. North Point, uh, we are so glad that you're here that we can celebrate Christmas together. Enjoy the videos from our staff and partners and their families. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, North Point. We are Wallace and Mary Kamau, founders and directors of Missions of Hope International, or Mohi for short, in Nairobi, Kenya. We are so excited about developing a partnership with North Point as we serve children as we start churches in Kenya. Currently, we are in 32 communities and with 25,000 children. And it is exciting to have a partnership with you in the future. Merry Christmas. Christmas North Point family from Doug and Don Rutledge and Crossroads Farm. Yeah, we are so glad that you've been able to share in this ministry and share with us. 
Thank you for your love and your support, the way we can love rural kids well because of you. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you soon. So, Chris is trying to relearn Spanish. Y así hablaré en español y Emily traduciera en inglés. So, Chris is going to speak Spanish, and I'm going to do my best to translate it. Feliz Navidad de Chris and Emily Carter. Merry Christmas from the Carters. Anything else you want to say? Uh, no, está todo las palabras yo conozco en español ahora. Merry Christmas. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Vitaemo, znomorodzenie Isusa is novym rokom. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year's from Lviv, Ukraine. Thank you for praying for us as we are in this war situation. And as currently, right now, we're under a warning and that you would just continue to pray for Ukraine and that God will have his um, will be done. We love and appreciate each one of you. Thanks for standing with us. See you soon. From Ukraine the Bible Church. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas from our family to yours. Hey North Point, we wanted to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Ubelas just from Sri Lanka. Merry Christmas. Hey, happy, happy Christmas, Christmas to you all. Okay, this will just have to work. Merry Christmas from the Jarvis household. All right, family pictures, come on. Family pictures, let's go. Thank you, this way. Family pictures, if you sit still for the pictures, you get a piece of candy. No, 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 no. Come here, oh, here we go, yep. See, watch your brother. You wear the country, okay. You want the candy? Here, oh, you just want, okay, yep, you get food after, okay? Yeah, no, 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 here, no, smile for the camera, and then you can turn a smile for the camera on pictures. Merry Christmas. Indoor animals for the redemption. Just kidding. Okay. Hi, Hi North Point. Guys, thank you so much for your love and support all these years as we work with the MBME people. We pray that your family will be filled with love, joy, and peace during this Christmas time. Merry Christmas. Wishing you a Merry Christmas from our family to yours. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, North Point. This is Jake and Michaela Chandler here from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Thank you all so much for partnering with us as we minister to college students over here at Western Michigan. Wishing you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's. wish you all the, the love and care for you and your family as we get to celebrate together today. And feel free to bring your jammas as we celebrate on Christmas Day as well. Are any of the staff in here right now? Jake, yeah. Jake, stand up. Um, and uh, Jake and Michaela, why don't you guys stand up? 
Sylvia, you're back there, stand up. Would you all just express your appreciation to the staff? Thanks. Thanks, I don't know where Chris is, uh, out and about. Hey, um, I, I, if you were here for Christmas Eve, you saw that video last night, and I thought it's just a fun thing to be able to see it again, because in five minutes you kind of get a glimpse of how God is using this particular group of people uh, to impact the world, and I think that's really cool, you know, from Ukraine to Sri Lanka to Kenya, wherever, and so uh, excited about that. Um, so, question, who woke up the earliest this morning? Anybody before six o'clock? Anybody before five o'clock? Oh my, you guys are troopers, that's great. You know, uh, I, I don't know what it's like at your house. When I was growing up, um, we had a very uh, consistent tradition of opening presents. Um, everyone, uh, we opened one present at a time, and typically there were probably 20 or 30 people at my mom and dad's house, and everyone had to watch each person open their present one at a time. So opening presents oftentimes lasted well past lunchtime. And on days like this, when Christmas was on Sunday, it was like we were finishing opening presents at four or five o'clock in the afternoon. It just was a long time, which is cool, which leads me kind of to the question that, that leads into the, the, the talk that I just want to share this morning, the, the message for you. And that's um, how do you respond when you get a particular present? You know, what, what, what do you do when you receive a gift um, how do you respond to that? I, I think initially, you know, when our kids are little, we try and teach them to say, oh, say thank you, say thank you. And, and for kids, especially if they open something that's like underwear or socks, it's kind of like, oh, great, thanks, Grandma, thanks, Mom and Dad. Um, but, but you say, no, turn and look them and say thank you. On the other side of that, there are some presents that you get that just leave you really beyond words. You know, you open the present and you're just kind of filled with a sense of the magnitude of that particular gift. I, I want to share just a, um, one present like that that I received uh, several years ago from my oldest daughter. I don't know if you can really see it or not, but it's a print that she made of my mom and dad's wedding picture. And, and the text to the right is a song that my dad sang to my mom. Um, the, the, the words are, if I had my way, dear, forever there'd be a garden of roses for you and me. A thousand and one things, dear, I would do just for you, just for you, just for you. And it talks about growing old. Um, when my mom had Alzheimer's, my dad would sing this to her over and over again. And one of the last Christmases that they were together, he sang it and we videotaped it. Just a, a real powerful poignant moment. And to have a picture of mom and dad, I have this up on my dresser at home. But what do you do when you receive a gift like that? You, you just kind of look him in the eye and say, thanks. Yeah, words, words fail. Um, what's the right response? What's the right response for us to the birth of Jesus, to a God who loves us so much that he would send his son to us. That's, that's really what I want us to think about, how we can respond. We've talked in this series just over the last few weeks about 
that Jesus came at just the right time, in just the right way, um, you know, just the right setting, just the right preparation. Today, I just want to talk about what's the right response to a God who would love us so much to give his son. Um, let me just share some scripture. They're going to be up on, on, the, on the screen. Uh, if you've got the app, they're there as well. The first, the first one is a simple one we've, we've actually talked about last Sunday, talked about a little bit yesterday, and that's Mary, um, the, the birth mother of Jesus. When the angel comes to Mary and says, you're going to have this baby, and Mary says, how can that be? That's crazy. You know, I'm just a girl. I'm young. I'm not married. I'm a virgin. Um, and the angel says, God's going to do it all. He's going to take care of everything. And Mary says this, I'm the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. There's this sense that Mary says to the angel, God, I don't know what you have in store for me, but I'm all in. That gift that you're going to give, I'm all, I'll just do whatever you want. Whatever you say, whatever adventure you have for me, I'm there. I'm going to follow. That's, that's, that's Mary's response. There's a, a longer passage that I want to read that's a part of the Christmas story that we don't often pay attention to, but it's there, it's right there in Luke chapter 2, and I think it's, it's, there's something just in, incredibly powerful about it and meaningful, us, meaningful for us this morning. This is from Luke chapter 2, and it's about uh, two characters that are just kind of minor characters, uh, Simeon and Anna. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses... Joseph and Mary took Jesus, took the baby Jesus, to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required... Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you've prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, this child, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. What was their response? Simeon said, I can die happy. I've seen the Messiah. My life's done. Everything that matters has happened now. I'm ready to go. And Anna, what's she do? She goes and tells everybody, this baby has been born that's going to change the world. That kind of response. One last part of the, of the Christmas story that we celebrate um, that gives a different kind of response comes from Matthew chapter 2. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi came from the east 
to Jerusalem and ask, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. After they had heard the king, uh, they went on their way. Uh, Herod had, had told him to come back to them. Um, and, the star, and the star that they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary. They bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. What did, what did the wise men, the magi do? They gave gifts of great value back to the baby Jesus. I, I, wanna, I want us to just think for a second about how we respond to that gift. And when we look at those three passages, I think that there's some commonalities that help us this morning just think about the magnitude of Jesus' birth today. The first that all three of those, uh, those um, events, those incidences, those people that they experienced as they looked to the gift that came to them was, was uh, anticipation. What did they, what was the right response to the gift of Jesus? It was that they anticipated that God was going to do something so big that only God could do it. Um, they, they were like, I think in, in each of those characters, they were like the child that, and maybe this has been in your house, where they search the house for the, for the presence. They're trying to find the hiding places. They pick up the box and they shake it. They anticipate so much waiting until they could open that present and see what's inside. Simeon anticipated every day going into the temple so that he might see the Messiah. He said God had promised it that he would see the Messiah. And so over and over, he goes it every day, goes in to see, is today the day? There's that sense of anticipation. Anna finds her identity in spending time at the temple. It's hard, it's hard to comprehend uh, a woman who was married seven years and, and the, the, the original language is a little bit cloudy on this. She may have been 84 at this point in time, but, but um, one translation, a, a translation, a possible translation, says that she was widowed for 84 years. So she might have been 100, 110, something like that, um, before she comes to this place that she sees the baby Jesus. She's anticipating what God is gonna do through her. Mary, I think, anticipated the birth of Jesus. From the time that the angel came to her, it was like, what's this gonna be like? What's God going to do through this? And the wise men, I think every day of their journey, they thought, what is it that this star is leading us to? We know it's leading us to someone. What's that gonna be like? There was anticipation about uh, the right kind of response to the gift that would be given. The second part of that is that they would recognize the reality of the situation. Um, each person didn't want to miss what was at stake in the birth of Jesus. S Simeon so literally said, okay, this is the one. This is the one I've been waiting for. Anna, the same kind of thing. Um, they, um, Mary didn't dismiss the encounter that she had with the angel. The wise men they recognized when the star stopped um, over the house where Jesus was that that was where they needed to be and that was the culmination of their journey. They recognized what was at stake. The last thing was that they all had realistic expectations. They knew that accepting the gift that would come to them would impact their life in a huge way. 
Simeon said, I can die now. That's going to be the result of, of me seeing the Savior for the first time. I can die. Anna began to tell other people that was her expectation. Um, she had spent decades as a widow, but she recognized when the, when the baby came. Mary recognized that there was a cost that was going to be involved. Her reputation was going to be damaged in a way that would probably last the rest of her life. She would experience the pain of seeing her son, Jesus, go to the cross. The wise men recognized that there was a cost to them as well. They were going to have to go back a different way or, um, there, or there were going to be problems that came as a result of Herod. So there are some questions that I want us to just consider this morning on Christmas morning. Because Jesus has come, what do I hope that God can do in me? This Christmas, because Jesus has come, what is it that I hope that God can do in me? That's that sense of anticipation. Because Jesus has come, how will I recognize what God is doing in me? How, how will I see that God really has a greater control of my life, that I've really given up more of my will and taken his will on? Because Jesus has come, what will it cost me to follow him? That's, that's all a part of, the, of Christmas, I think. That what are the realistic expectations that come to me because Jesus has come to earth? You know, the, the realistic expectations, that's a, that's a, it's an interesting thing to think about on Christmas morning because we think, oh, it's Christmas, it's, you know, it's great, it's, everything's fun, joy, it's all excitement. And yet the birth of Jesus challenges us to, to experience change in our lives in ways that we've never um, experienced it before. Maybe it means that when we fully accept Jesus as our Lord, that we're going to be taken advantage of. Maybe it means that when we accept the, the birth, the gift that God has given us, that, that it's going to take us on a different kind of career path, that it's not going to be so driven. It's going to just look different. Maybe it means that as we accept the birth of Jesus for us, it's going to impact who we have as friends and how we respond to them. What gift can you give to Jesus in response for his love for you? That's the question for us this morning. What gift can you give Jesus in response to his great love for you? Maybe, maybe there's something specific that you can give. Maybe, uh, maybe it's some aspect of your time or your talent or your treasure that when you think about the gift that God has given and we give a gift back to him, what that might look like. Maybe there's an issue in your life that as you think about Jesus coming to earth that you want to give back, that's a sin issue. That it's, it's something that you're struggling with, an addiction, whatever it is, that you just say, God, I want to give this to you this morning on Christmas Day. Um, maybe it's the removal of something in your life in order to make space for Jesus. It's some of the things that are good things, but you just want to kind of put those on a shelf so that Jesus can have a greater place in your life. Um, I don't know what that looks like for you, but I want to give you a chance to do that. And, and to do that, maybe if you've got a family, to do that together this morning. We're going to do a, a tactile kind of experience to give a gift back to Jesus. Back at the back of the auditorium, there are ornaments that look like this. 
And in just a little bit, we're going to just give you a little bit of chance to spend some time praying. And in those ornaments, the, the top pops off really easy like that. And on the table back there, there's some pens and there's a piece of red paper that says Christmas 2022 and a piece of green paper that, that says Christmas 2022. I want to encourage you to really prayerfully to just take some time and say, this is how I'd like to respond to the gift of Jesus. And you can write on the back of either the red or the green sheet. And then I, this, is, this is what I'm doing. Writing it down, putting the two pieces together so it still says Christmas on there. And then just taking them and uh, rolling them up in kind of a tight little ball. And then sliding them inside the ornament. And then putting them back inside. That way, if you do it red to green and right on the backs, nobody can see what you wrote. It's just between you and God. Um, but it can be a reminder of the gift that you give Jesus. I've, I've uh, mangled the top of the ornament, but that's okay. You won't do that. You'll have some time to do that. So, so what I want us to do this morning, uh, if, you're, if you've got your little guys in here, uh, just spend some time. We're, we're going to have five, seven minutes, whatever it takes, to just talk about what they can give to Jesus as an adult. Maybe you can just spend some time praying. What is it that I can give as a response to who God is and the gift that he's given? Because this is all about the right response. Maybe, maybe you want to write down that you just want to get to know him more, that you want to take some steps in that. Maybe, it, maybe it's that now's the time that this, uh, as, a re as a result of Jesus coming, that you want to get connected with people in a life group, that you want to read more scripture, that you want to have quiet time each day, something like that. Maybe, maybe as you think on Christmas morning, the place that you are is that you say, I want to give my life to him completely. I want to be baptized. I want God to have complete control of my life. You can write that out as a prayer or as a specific thing on those papers. Maybe, maybe you want to just rearrange the resources that you have in your life, your time, your talent, your treasure, so that, so that you can respond in a way that just honors God. So that, in a sense, you can say, that gift of Jesus, I don't want to just say, oh, thank you, but that you can just be, spend some time in awe of what God has given us. So we've got some music that's going to play. Um, feel free whenever you're ready to go back to the table. There's a whole bunch of ornaments back there, a whole bunch of pens, a whole bunch of papers. You can work on it back there or bring it right back down here. And uh, in a few minutes, I'm going to pray and pray that God would use this as a tangible time for us to respond to him in a real practical way. So uh, feel free to do that whenever you're ready. Yes, you have to do this, okay? You're not allowed to just sit there and stare up front. Watching, if you're watching online, just find a way that you can do this as well. Maybe go find a piece of paper, write yourself a note, spend some time.
may feel a little funny to think about giving a gift to Jesus. And yet that's really what Christmas is all about. God gave his son and, and the gift of his son demands some kind of response from us. It's not enough to just simply go through the motions of this season, to open presents with our family, to enjoy that time with them, to enjoy great food, and to miss the significance of what God has done and the opportunity that we have to respond to him. So I, I hope that this is something that can be meaningful, um, that you can put the ornaments maybe on your tree, maybe, maybe you want to just put the ornament on your desk or um, someplace that it will remind you of the gift that you can give to him. Um, I, I do just want to let you know before we pray, um, we got lots of ornaments and lots of pieces of paper. So if you want to take some um, and take some home, um, that's great. The, uh, that's what they're here for. And so if you want to do one for your family, for people who aren't here, that kind of thing, you can do that as well. Giving a gift to Jesus in honor of his birthday I think helps bring perspective. It's the right kind of response to a God who would give all of himself to us. Let's, let's pray together. Lord, I, I, um, I pray right now for all of the things that are written on the backs of greens and red papers, the things that, um, that we want to respond to you, God. We want to have the right kind of response. Lord, we thank you that, that Jesus would come to earth for us to change our setting, to change our context, to change our outlook, and that by him living in us, that that, that would happen. God, we thank you that Jesus would ultimately go to the cross for us that he would give us hope, that he would give us the promise of life after death, that he would give us the promise that this life is not all that matters. Lord, take these gifts that we give, help us to, help us to give them fully to you and to be able to look into your eyes and to just be filled with awe at the wonder of who you are. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let's stand together, let's sing.
Have a merry, merry Christmas. Thanks for coming to worship. Uh, let Jesus be the center of everything you do today and every day. Merry Christmas.